Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Jew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geis, and from the Villager Cigar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Well, it's Lord John McTavish. <laughs> it's uh, it's like that uh, that horror movie. Uh, it's forty days later, fourteen days later, whatever it is, where you wake up and you're kind of looking around, confused. That's what I feel like being on recap reviews. I feel like it's you know it's been a really long time, and I forget how to do this. Three weeks. Has, has it been three weeks? It's been a three while, weeks. Man. It's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to get the intro done right, but it worked out. We did uh, it right here. Yep. All right. So today we're talking about the Rocky Patel White Label Toro. Uh, cigar is more of a Toro Extra, six and a half inch by fifty-two. Uh, comes out of the Tavacusa factory in Nicaragua. The wrapper is Connecticut Shade, binders from Nicaragua, and the fillers from Nicaragua, Honduras, and an undisclosed location. Uh, blended by Rocky Patel. Uh, price point is $20. Uh, cigar was released in November of 2021. And uh, we picked up these cigars from Havana Fills. So you, if you're in the Greensboro, North Carolina area, stop in and smoke a cigar with that. Yeah, buddy. Right. Uh, all right, June, take us to your experience with this cigar. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've always had a fond heart for Rocky Patel and his cigars. Um, ever since I... Met him for the first time ever at a lounge event. Uh, it was all about just delicious cigars that he makes. Not true. Anyways, uh, not really sure why I brought it up that way. But <laughs> uh, I, I did, however, enjoy the cigar because uh, I, I, I basically feel like within the realm of like Connecticut shade, this is uh, very close to what I enjoy. Um, so lots of like soft flavors soft notes like very bready hay like kind of uh a lot of like baking spice and pastries and that kind of thing going on um i thought it was really good uh it was it was surprisingly good uh i <laughs> not gonna lie i picked the cigar up and i was like ah it's fucking 20 dollars. that's bullshit <laughs> but it was actually pretty damn good so um i enjoyed it all right seth what were your thoughts i'll say june no, I, I listen. I I thought this was an enjoyable cigar. I thought the first third was really strong, um, and that really I think helped it out later on. But it the first third did deliver those qualities which I like, which I know June does. Um, I was getting some cream, hay, cedar, um, pepper. There was like this almond sweetness, um, medium in strength and body, um, and it kind of just delivered that play, flavor profile to the end um, with. To no surprise, really great construction, um, beautiful burn line. Um, and I think on Connecticut's, it's you really want to have a nice burn line, and this mm-hmm. one did. Um, great draw too. So I, I was happy with it. Lord John, what, 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 we're talking about burn lines. That's that's what it's come to. Um, uh, well, the points, I'm baby. That's get the <laughs> hey, that's that's why it's twenty dollars. Yeah. Oof. Uh, I'm I'm more with June I think than Seth. I, I also thought it was uh, quite subdued, which is a good thing. Um, very subtle in the first third, which is nice. Nuances, um, mild dry wood, nuts, creaminess, like Seth was saying. A um, little bit of baking spices, but again, you know, light plus, which was really balanced and 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 uh, played well together. Um, palate wasn't fatigued at all. There's a little bit of hay there, which you know certainly reminiscent of a lot of Connecticut shades. So first third was good. Uh, second third still pleasant. But I think the complexity for me kind of dropped off. So um, cocoa, mild hay, and wood, you know, I'd say that's kind of along the lines of a normal Connecticut. 
a little bit of baking spices. Um, but it didn't really, you know, I didn't, didn't think that that was anything progressive from other Connecticut's that were on the market. And then last third, kind of uh, more dry hay, hints of chocolate. Um, that was, that was kind of it. Uh, where you really see the $20 price point, of course, um, and, you know, people can poke fun at Rocky Patel, but uh, I started smoking cigars with Rocky Patel, uh, not personally, but started smoking Rocky Patel cigars. Um, and, uh, you know, construction is always great. So draw is perfect. Construction slash burn is perfect. Um, I did have a weird issue. I don't know if anyone else had this, but when I removed the ban, uh, it tore off a bit of wrapper, which is a bit of a drag. Someone got a little, little overzealous with the, with the blue, with the glue. All that to say, pretty an average experience. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with dry cedar and mild black pepper. Uh, some creaminess and dry earth joined a little bit later. Uh, cedar gained a toast note. Some mustiness joined in. Uh, second third saw the profile become a bit dry and a light bitterness join in. Uh, final third saw the pepper depart and a vegetal note kind of joined the profile. Uh, I thought the cigar started well. I uh, had a number of transitions, kept my attention, but by the second third, the profile dropped down a level as the complexity kind of started to wane and combined with the final third to just kind of be less pleasant than the first. Um, I was really interested in trying the cigar. Uh, I knew it had a high price point, but I was interested to see what Rocky would do with this Connecticut. Um, you know, it started well. I just couldn't maintain that enjoyment level of that first third. Um, so it just kind of ended up being an average cigar overall and price points really high. Um, and kind of combine that with the flavor profiles, it's not going to be on the top of my list of Connecticut's to, to go after when I'm looking to, to smoke a Connecticut. So unfortunate, but all right, let's get into the scores. Uh, start at the top with June at 6.82. Seth gave it a 6.30. John gave it a 6.10 and I gave it a six even. So June had that 6.82 matchup for you. I enjoyed it, but Man, it is ballsy to put 20 bucks on a Connecticut shade and not like put some like tiger stripes or some shit on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gold flake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Seth, 6.3. Oh, you got to unmute yourself. This is what happens was... when you take three weeks off. Rookie <laughs> mistakes. It was. Listen, it's, <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, it's a 6.3. It's not worth $20. There's a lot of other Connecticut's. I'd smoke out there. Um, you know, well, we'll wait till we get to the end. All right, John, 6.1. I mean, it matches up well. The flavor profile is a 5.75, the, the 5.85. The, uh, the construction takes it up to 6.1. But again, like, you know, I think when you go over $12, you really shouldn't get any points for construction. It should either be like you either lose points or you gain no points because for me, there's an assumption that if you can't make a twenty dollars cigar perfect, then just get out of the cigar industry. You know what I mean? Give me or give me give me my money back. Um, so all that to say, you know, it was okay, uh, but but I ain't paying twenty dollars for Connecticut. So yeah, Aaron. Yeah, my six even matches well. I mean, it's an above average flavor profile and with really good construction. So that's a good to that six mark. But um, it's kind of just right on that line of whether I would go back to it or not. And that price point is what dashes it for me. So. Um, I wouldn't pay $20 to smoke this one. You could smoke many other cigars for half the price. They will give you the same level of enjoyment. Many other Rockies for half the price too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Final thoughts. If if this was Rocky's attempt at going off after Davidoff, Davidoff should just do a campaign on Grand Cru, which is more affordable than this. 
Right. And it would just demolish Rocky Patel. Yeah, but the Rocky Patel, you get uh, two hours and nine minutes smoking. The Grand Crew, what's the what's the suggested smoking time? Like thirty-one minutes or something like that. For the Toro, <laughs> I mean, don't they have forty, a, don't 40 they minutes? Have a, <laughs> smoking time now too. <laughs> That's, I bet you, I bet you more. I bet you, if you picked up any random cigar smoker, and this is. I guess you could, I could, this is probably a comment to anyone who's watching this. If you picked up any random cigar smokers and you gave them a Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel white label Toro, and then a Davidoff Grand Crew Toro, whatever they had, let's say it's a smaller size. I bet they'll take longer smoking the Davidoff than the Rocky Patel. Yeah. I was just, I was just trying to take a jab because they, they have those absurd oh, the, uh, the smoking times. That, yeah, yeah. They're like, Remember, they're like a we third were- of what they should be. Yeah, Klaus was talking about how, well, even all their Connecticut offerings, like they have like the mild, mild, and then they have the, the full mild. Yeah, you know, if you, you, know, if, if you want a longer smoke, like an hour and a half, you smoke a Davidoff Royal Robusto, and I'm like, what? And if you, if you want to smoke for 45 minutes, we recommend this Royal Salomon. That's right. Seven up by 54. And Y'all need to slow your roll. My goodness. Um, no, I mean, it was a, it was a pleasant cigar, but I... Uh, I just, I mean, from a from a business perspective, I don't really get twenty dollars for Connecticut. Like, I just, I don't. That math doesn't. That tobacco math doesn't add up to me. Um, you know, if you said this was ten dollars, I'd be like, okay, that's about right. I might smoke it again for you know ten dollars, but uh, twenty dollars just kind of some something in my head. I'm like, for Connecticut, I just can't. I can't. Can't do that. There's there's an argument that, and we usually always talk about the Louisiana Rothschild. But there's an argument that could be made with the Rothschild, Connecticut, which is just five dollars and fifty cents. Yep. That it could probably—it's not as good as a Grand Cru, but you could smoke. You could smoke a couple of them, though. Fifty cents. You could smoke a bunch of them, and they're—it's a great size in the morning. Yeah, but who cares? Because you're gonna have an hour to spend. Might as well pick up something more expensive and taste better. Ultimately, right? No, like if if. if I'm not of the age where it's like every morning I could smoke a cigar with a coffee, but I could do that. You know, if I did, I wouldn't be grabbing a, a, a Toro or a Churchill. I yeah, you grab like a short robusto a or, robusto. A, yeah, or a PC or yeah. Which I think what we're all coming down to is Rocky made a good Connecticut, but it just wasn't good because it was too expensive. Right. Yeah, sounds about right. We're also saying in the past that this is becoming a bit of the new norm of, you know, cigars being in the fifteen to twenty dollar range, uh-huh. which is crazy. That's so crazy. Stop! Crazy. Oh, yeah, stop yeah. it! Stop it! Stop doing that. I'm just gonna smoke Cubans if that's what you're gonna do. I'll be like, mm, this Cuban is so inexpensive. It's so tasty. This Bolivar is so good. <laughs> so good and so, so affordable. Good. So affordable. <laughs> Savory, yes, sweet. All right. If you just catch this video on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to us. We'll also, check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Okay,